about it do i not talk about it well hope you're doing all right i hope you're doing all right i know none of us have ever been through anything like this before sometimes you feel bad you'll complain you're like i know this isn't that big of a deal but well we've never been through it so it's a little bit of everything but on the show today uh it was just me and caleb Sion and a mystery soundboard person, um, and, uh, and a Clorox bleach studio with an ionizer going. And we were six feet apart even, but we did it. We made the decision and did it. And we hope you enjoy it. And, and by the way, if you need a good, I know you can go on YouTube and find all these videos, but this guy, it's at, oh, I should tell you what it is first. It's just really heartwarming videos. It's a little kid or a dog or all that type of stuff. And it really makes you laugh, smile, and sometimes it just puts things in the perspective, which really helps. It doesn't erase everything, especially if you're, you know, a little financially scared. But it really does help put things in the perspective. There's a kid that has... Um, you'll, you'll see them. There's just so many, one after another... And you go to his site, and it'll really, it'll really, I think it'll be good. And his site is, it's called the Feel Good, the Feel Good site, I think. But it's at A-K-K-I-T-W-T-S. I'll say it again, at A-K-K-I-T-W-T-S. And uh, the mixture of smiling, laughing, and the perspective some videos will really just put things into perspective for you. And it put me in a really, you know, it was, it was good for me yesterday. Uh, so in the podcast today, you know, I uh, hope you enjoy it. We had fun. I was so glad he did it because I was getting a little bored. Now I know what cabin fever means only, what, a weekend. But I've been walking around the neighborhood doing stuff like that. And uh, people sitting out on their front porches and stuff and... You know, I'm doing what everybody's doing. Stealing. I've been stealing. And then also, if you live in Pittsburgh, how you doing, Aaron, Mike, the whole Spagoogie gang over there? If you live in Pittsburgh, I would imagine if it's if you live in Pittsburgh, and I'm gonna tweet something out too. 
Aaron, tell me exactly what to tweet out. That's right, I talked to you through the opening of my podcast. And look, some people won't be able to uh, help out, and that's totally understandable. But maybe you can. Maybe it's you buy tickets for a show that's, you know, down the road, or maybe whatever whatever they're doing. But go to their Twitter feed, go to their site, and uh, it's the Arcade Comedy Theater in um, Pittsburgh. Of course, Pittsburgh, the home of Mr. Rogers. So... If you can do anything while they're closed down, I know a lot of clubs are going through this and we're all trying to figure out. We're probably going to start doing a lot of live streaming and more than's even being done now. And so, uh, but if you've been there and, and you're a fan of that club, which I would imagine you are, that black box theater, uh, go there and uh, help in any way you can. And that's only if you can. All right, so there's that, Aaron. I hope I did a good job on that. Tell your wife to stop stealing silverware. The police are after her. And that's it. That's it. These are times you wish you had a dog, right? Think how happy dogs are right now. I think somebody tweeted that dogs all think, oh, I finally figured out how to get my... uh, Owner, I hate saying owner, but yeah, I guess you own your dog, whatever. Um, finally got figured out how to get my owner to not go to work. Like, people finally figured it out. Stay home all day. Oh, my God, this is great. All right. I started doing these little segments called Living Large on Instagram. Aaron Simon and I, Aaron's, you know, we do a real simple really simple and he edits them together really nice as he always does and um so if you want to go over to instagram and check some of those out that's that's cool maybe it'll give you something to do so sometimes it's how to cook something real simple real simple not like oh it's real simple then they say measure this measure i don't measure leave it leave it on for 20 minutes 20 minutes now i gotta measure in time oh god this isn't easy and then maybe just some simple, some little life lessons, little little tips on how to make life as good as you can make it. So uh, that is it. That's everything. Okay? Um, we might even do something. We are not might. We're going to do it. We're going to get a uh, number that people can call us while we do our next podcast. And I'll tweet the number out and... Um, and people can call us. And we'll try to do it for the next few weeks. So if you miss the number this week and you listen to the podcast and we give it, you'll just do it the next week if you want to call. All right. You're great. And I know that, you know, what else are you going to do, right? I think I'm going to go buy a parrot. All right. Enjoy the show. Caleb, Sign, and I, and uh, we really, really had a good time. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And, uh... Kiss yourself in the mirror. It's a good show. Look at us. Here we are. Hey. 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 That's how Adomian starts his impression of you. Hey. He goes, hey. <laughs> Let me go nice and slow as I always do. So we're in the studio. It's, it's, it's you know, we, uh, we have uh, Caleb Zion. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, my name is Todd Glass, uh, and we are here all by ourselves, just 
you and me, but in the studio. And there's a a mystery person. Oh, people love it. Who is it? Who is it? They ask. Who is it? Uh, temporarily, we, we we usually have a lot of music. You you've been mm-hmm. here, right? But you know what I always say about the podcast: whatever happens, that's what happens. Right. Everything is great because that's just the way you got to deal with it, you know. But you know, I'm not going to have no music. So in the event where we need something, we have a little something. When the perfect drop for some reason, we can uh, play something. Just so I feel like we started the show. What do you have? Ooh. Live from the studio, <laughs> darker than usual. <laughs> Turn the music off. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to put on a game face for the American people. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we're gonna, and and by the way, let me just say this because I'll feel better. It's crackly, um, Mr. Mystery Person. Uh, the line from there to there, but it'll crackle a little, and you know what? Like that a fire. Yes. Thank you. This is you. a fireside chat. It's like a fireside chat. Matter of fact, oh, look at that. That That's how quick he got a fire up on that TV. He must have smelled it. So now oh. we can even feel it that much more. We got oh, It's dark, big fire, and then uh, we're feeling good. In memory of the band, even though they're all dead now, <laughs> we have all the uh, the music stands at half at half mass. <laughs> the whole band's dead. If they played here as a band, they're dead. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Um, right before we started, I said, "Should we talk about the uh, coronavirus or uh, Wait, the, the epidemic?" The cor- oh, you know, oh uh, would you like a beer? <laughs> um, <laughs> By the way, has anyone done that joke? Because I remember when when uh, when uh, when AIDS had just become about, and that's what they 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 called it. Uh, there was a comedian that did a bit that because there was a, a diet candy then, literally called AIDS. What? Uh, yeah, it was called no. AIDS AM. And and yet I was I, I forgot about that bit till like a, two days ago, and I was like, AIDS probably because it aids you in losing weight or right, aids your right. appetite or whatever. And the, the comedians, something like, you know, a, the people at AIDS were like, couldn't they call it, you know, Three Musketeers? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad bit. That's a funny bit. That was your funny bit, bit, wasn't it? No, no. That no was... You just want to say, someone else had this <laughs> no, AIDS. No, Wayne know. Cotter. Wayne Cotter. <laughs> and I probably bastardized the bit, but, but he did it better. But I got, I got the gist of it across. Yeah. Um, I might even gotten the wrong candy. Who knows? Wayne's calling me up. Time! It was Reese's Pieces. Um, <laughs> but couldn't they call it like is Three Musketeers cor- is a good punchline though. Three Musketeers that's why I think it was then yeah. so is, is like Corona beer going couldn't they call it you know Schlitz Light <laughs> <laughs> there oh, we go wow hey mystery whoa. person whoa whoa whoa, whoa. we got a caller go hey this caller. is uh, Lauren Michaels I heard you just took a really good drop and uh, when SNL comes back Lauren this is Todd it's actually my show he did do the drop but I've been doing the show for 20 years oh oh uh, I uh, no I, I mean I'm looking for the guy who was a mystery guy I I, I you specifically said what? it was not wait, you wait, doing what? the drop so wait but, but what do you want to do you what do you what do you... I, well look okay so we're looking for someone to do drops okay we already we don't I can't believe this this is my whole career well, you have a wonderful career. I hear podcasts are doing great. Uh, you know, I, I listen to Adam Carolla, uh, and I and as soon as another podcast comes along, I'll listen to that. But uh, I guess we're having fun now, baby. Huh? Look at this, Lauren. Look, this well, is me. 
Well, that's not really a drop. That's more of an instrument. And, uh, you know, we already got Michael Che. drop's a drop. Does it really matter? We're just going to rehire Shane Gillis. All, All right. right. <laughs> oh. Edgy, baby. Edgy. Right. So I want to go nice and slow. Normally I say that, but I'll do whatever I want. It's my show. So thank you for coming here. I should tell everyone, look, I'm afraid we just... There was um, somebody that was going to sit in in the band today, and they said, look, we were on six flights, so we decided that that wasn't a good idea along, along with him. And then um, we're probably going past what we should do. We can't recommend it, but I thought in the studio, I, I literally, I don't, you know what, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to be so clear. I do not want to spread, spread misinformation. Uh, but I have this thing... I already cleaned everything with Clorox today in here, scrubbed everything down the tables, right. um, took the microphone tops off, got new foam, uh, took the foam things, really cleaned them with Clorox, yeah. then put them in the washer, you know, with some rags I had, because I figured I'd get the Clorox out of them. It'd be funny, you put all the mics in the washer, just ruin all I your did. <laughs> you want to hear a recording of it? It sounds like... <laughs> but but I, I, you'll understand, to George Carn, I'm being serious, how clear I want to make this. We, because... Because you spread information, misinformation, just not by actually getting it to the podium and going, well, here's what I know, just by talking. So I make it sound like because I wiped everything down with Clorks that, oh, yeah, that's why it's good. It's not. Right. We, uh, we probably both uh, took a chance that this studio's big. We, 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 practiced, we did practice some um when we came in no hugging we didn't shake each other's hands right right i i didn't usually have snacks out but that's a lot of touching of food you know of the carrots and the celery and you put you know whatever you do you you so i just had some almonds out and we decided before you got here don't even put them in a bowl just pour them in your hand right Uh, but the truth is if i have it let's say i have it or you have it and we do all that and we're about five six feet apart here even in the studio does that mean what does that mean does that mean uh uh, we're, I, we're I don't know. Give I mean, it to each I other? think we're doing uh, the best we can. Uh, we I don't could know. not. We could have stayed at home. We're fu- well, but then uh, what if uh, you know? I mean, there's all. You also have to go get food, so that's a necessity. You yeah. know, so, so there's you some just, things that are just going to happen. I mean, we're a group of what three people? Yeah, we're three people here. Yeah, so, so I mean, I I don't think uh, you know. I still got roommates. <laughs> right. My house, when it's full, is more people than this. Good. So this, See, I'm downsizing. Well, <laughs> you got to get out of your house. Yeah. I told you to come over here, and I remember now. I remember because you're danger at your house. I go, well, listen, right. there's only two of us over here. Come on over. The, this is, whoa, excuse right. me. Right. They so, all three got podcasts, and they're inviting me to their room, and I go, that's four people. No, that's too many. No, I'm going to go so, to Todd's where it's three of us. So we're here, and um, yeah, so I like everybody. I talked to Eddie Pepitone today, and yeah, I get... I get a little nervous sometimes, um, but uh, well, I, here's what I always think, and this is not supported by science or thought, but <laughs> I will do what I can, and I'll follow all the guidelines. I like to keep up to date on it, but I don't want to. Let's say I do die, I don't want to die worried. That seems horrible. I want to have fun until I die, and so, uh, but I'll do all the stuff. I'm doing everything they say. I'm doing all the hand washing. Uh, the toilet paper, you know, because the with the toilet paper shortage, urine uh, is sterile. So I've been peeing on people, and uh, <laughs> they don't mind. <laughs> so everybody just knows it's sterile, and you can't get it that way. So uh, that's just a fun, just take a shower. Matter of fact, mystery man, spit in his mouth just yeah. to see how serious <laughs> he is about this. Go spit in his mouth. Not yeah. in a disgusting way, not in a sexual way, just more of like, yeah. oh, really? You're not afraid? Puh. Yeah. 
Right. I, don't know. I I mean, I, I get what we're doing. We're trying to slow the spread, free up those hospital beds, flatten mm-hmm. the curve. I'm all for it. But, uh, you know. Here's what I'll say, and then we can move on. Yeah. I do find it, that if you listen, because, you know, a lot of people go, oh, there's so much information out there, there's some misinformation. And there's a... I will tell you this, that from two sources and uh, or three that are knowledgeable sources, they all say this very much the same thing, and it's of course not to scare you in, not to scare you out of your wits, but to scare you into your wits. Ooh, I, I really I like, like that. that. The guy on the Joe Rogan podcast said that. I'm sorry, I forget his name right now. Maybe Aristotle can put it in there with like a bloop. Um, but and it's not like you want to start saying, oh, everybody. No, if you listen to everybody and people you, with good intentioned, yeah, that's all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I noticed it would scare me more if three people. Um, that uh, I feel are just you know are rely. I don't. I don't. Want, I can't name my sources. Um, but uh, no, they're they're just read up on this. And uh, so one of them was the guy Mark Marin. The other one is my sister in law, who I just is a knowledgeable person. She'll listen to a hundred podcasts and brilliantly, you know, have. A, and the other one is Blake Wexler's girlfriend because she's writing about it. And mm-hmm. I look. I don't need to give Blake Wexler's girlfriend a plug. But um, <laughs> I don't. I. I don't think that it, it, there were there they were consistency through it all. So look, this is already scary enough. If three reliable sources and you go, even they had different. They were all over the place. That would scare me a little, but they weren't. Right. And um, so I'm trying to just, but you know, that's the best way to do it. To go to yeah. guy at my gym said, put neosporin up your nose. Right. True. True story. He goes, when you go out, because less germs can get up there. Now look, maybe that's true. Is that you think that? Let's you think that's true. Cocaine attacks the virus. Is that we true? We all know that. Well, it's gonna kill something. Let's get coked up and <laughs> fucked up. You do coke? Never done it, but me I. Me neither. I, me neither. How about these people that want to do it? <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> no. Why have you? I, is there? You know? I've why never you've done never it done because it? I don't like. Um, I don't even like the the upper the the weed that makes your heart beat fast. So I want my heart to either beat slower or the same or stop. Yeah. Not faster, <laughs> no. But that's that's something I'm afraid of with the uh, coke is that it'll like make my heart. I don't want my heart to be fast. Yeah, I. I uh, so I don't exercise. I don't. I don't do any of that. Is that true? I've never done it. Never exercise. No, no. I just uh, mean like I don't like my heart. I don't even like it when I'm exercising. Yeah, wh- I don't why like would the you? Feeling. Nobody wants to go. No, you know, massage is the ultimate relaxation, and no one ever yeah. says that's oh, good. But it didn't even get my heart going. Right. I hate. I want my heart to calm down. Calm down. Yeah. I already have an excited heart. Right. I want it to be nice and easy. Yeah. And I said this many times. Even if it was good for you, I wouldn't want to put it up my nose just because that alone. Like, so let's say it's great for you. Coke is a vitamin. Mm-hmm. It's a type of vitamin. It's very, very good for you. People go, you don't do coke. I go, I don't like. Sn- I don't want to snort it up my nose. It's scary to me to go. <laughs> I'm not. I'm it's, used to. Isn't it weird? No one even does it like it's not a drug. Everyone has to do it in the druggiest way ever, which is up your nose and then on the gums, like you're a psycho. Like you can't do it in a cool way. It's not. It's not romantic at any level. Oh, it's just. It's like so back room, like yeah. sleazy. And and you know, there the the reason it has a dirty connotation. Because look, I know there's people that do the show. They listen to the show that do coke. I get it. I get it. I have. I consider. There's Boy, imagine, hey, let's do some coke and listen to Todd Glass. <laughs> yeah, you think they'd like it? Maybe you're right. Maybe nobody, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe nobody. No, people, I'm just imagining like a guy and a girl going into a bathroom stall and he's playing it on his phone. He like puts your podcast <laughs> on, like on the toilet bowl. And then he goes, and then he goes, let's do some coke and listen to Todd Glass. He's so much fun. <laughs> when he gets lost and I'm, and I'm hearing it triple as bad as it is. 
The um I um as far as Coke goes, uh so yeah, you're right. It's like the clinking, the the drinking. Look, none of it should be romanticized, but we get how well, you can. Some of it should. You can re- romanticize the clinking of the glass, the ice yeah. cubes, Wine. marijuana. It's like, yeah. You, you some people look. I'm trying to maybe make it make sense because someone out there is going, yeah. With the marijuana, when you cough to death, I don't cough when I smoke. No. Well, I don't cough to get if, off. If you hey, ho, 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 watch the fuck where you go, whoever's thinking that, because I don't <laughs> cough to get off, and I don't get off, and either. I don't get off either. I just what like to imagine say? with drugs, can I imagine like in Dances with Wolves when they're in the tent and, and they got the peace pipe and it's like wisdom and like, can you imagine Native Americans doing coke? Yeah. You know, you want to imagine, I like the <laughs> weed, psychedelics, uh, drinking, things like that where you're like, ooh, they're, they're nice and romantic. I can't imagine like, you know, Kevin Costner going in that little tent yeah. and then hey. doing a line of coke with hey. the chief. And then saying some brilliant statement right. that should be heard by everybody across the <laughs> land. Literally. Yeah. Some of those people said things that will live on forever. Brilliant things. Well, the mind, right? And then there's a, yeah. hey, <laughs> with their eyes and on their gums. Yeah. Now, the question is, maybe people that do coke with class are going, no, nah, I, I know what he's talking about. We don't do coke like that. When we do coke, we do it. With style. Yeah, I How's put it that? in my ass. I shove it up my <laughs> ass with a leaf blower. I get it way up there. Get the coke up my ass. <laughs> All righty, everybody. Who wants coke up their ass? Right. Hey, Todd, this is Governor Gavin Newsom. We put oh, a, shit, hold we on. We put a ban until further notice of what? coke up your ass. And, uh, hey, I like it as much as anybody. But uh, we're going to have to stop that till April. Oh, thank you. I love that that phone works. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Hey, are you paying your bills during this? Anybody? Are you paying them? Paying those bills? Oh, my, me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I start to cry. <laughs> hey, I'm not. Hey, you got to be real. You can't be phony. I... There's different levels of this. Like, you can break mm-hmm. it down. Let's say the level of if you think you have it. Some people have that. Legitimately. Not people who are genuinely not uh, uh, hypochondriacs throughout the year. And if people are hypochondriacs, you know what? I feel bad for them, too, because this isn't a good time to have to deal with that. Yeah. It's tough for them, too. But for people that really, their track record, not them saying it, but they genuinely don't have a track record of being a hypochondriac, can, with some concern, go, you know, I've had this cough. It's been lingering. Mm-hmm. But let's say you take that off the table. Hypothetically, in a magic world... Just to clean up the layers of this. That's off. You know you don't have it. You're, or, you know, you're positive you don't have it, right? Okay. Now, you still have to deal with some of the other stuff, though. Right, yeah. Uh, and then, let's say financially, for whatever the reason, just God bless you, or whoever, nature, nature. Uh, I don't like to say God bless anymore. you got to phase that out. Um, but whatever it is, uh, maybe you've saved enough money where it's going to suck, but you're going to be a, okay. You take that. Even if you took those two things off, it's still pretty pretty you know different it's just different you know yeah i'm losing all my stocks are you really <laughs> no i never i don't, I don't have any how, stocks i don't either. even know how to buy one either do i what do you do people he was some some people are saying do i have to go to wall street <laughs> i don't know they they're standing a- there like it's all in that room they're like yeah holding paper <laughs> and i'm like paper what are you th- i don't know what your stock doing. is on a paper and they're yelling you're ding ding, they, ding there's a bell there's it's a bell like, how have we not that's the <laughs> right. bell that's what it is now if you swear to God, if you go to that same Wall Street, instead of the ding, 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 the very, it's now that. Because oh, until wow. things straighten out, they said out of respect to the people that are going bonkers. It is like, but I don't know how it works. And I'm also just like, it's one room and they're yelling with like, how is it? I know. Not? 
digitized? Did you ever try to? Did you ever ask it? Because I thought what you just said, mm-hmm. and I'll 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 answer second. But I don't ask anybody because I don't know if I want to hear the answer. What I've tried maybe, and now I've given up. Hey, what is that? They go, well, they come and they trade. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No. And I really try to listen. And then you'll see in movies when they try to break it down to you, like you'll watch one of the like the Big Short, anything where it's like something's happening. You'll see a guy. He'll gra- he'll go like sell. <laughs> and that's enough for everyone to know what to do. He goes, right. the fuck? Sell what? To who? How much? Like, to there's what? no what? information. Oh. And then they're just like, bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. Bull, bear. You're like, what? I get scared at an auction and I'm not even <laughs> bidding. <laughs> bye, buy what? <laughs> I guess it's stuff you learn little by little, like everything else. Like, people think it's scary for us to go on stage. Yeah. At least I know what I'm doing. Well, I guess my they dad, do. They my do dad too. told I'm sorry me. for what I just said, everybody. <laughs> My dad said that uh, he took me to an auction one time. He goes, be careful. You can buy something without knowing. Mm -hmm. And he didn't explain any further than that. So in my head, I'm just like, did I just buy something? Like, but he's like, don't even move. (laughs) He probably made you overly paranoid. Right. So I'm just like, if I, if I move at all, I will have spent $10,000. Yeah. And you know, there's somebody listening to the show. Somebody. I just, the odds are one. That did that thing where you bid, but you don't have any money just to get it up higher. Right, right. Now, I know I'm not talking by the person that's selling it because if they put the fluffers in the crowd or whatever you want to call right, it, right. they're okay because in the event that they don't go any higher than that, okay, it's there. But I'm talking about just doing it for the thrill. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred. Well, then what do they do? Like, do they take you out back and hit you with a bat? No, I don't think. Well, it depends how what what the legitimacy of this. Uh, and what this. do you do? Is it like you just put it on your card? You just swipe He's your card? Yeah, here you go. So this is a Radio Shack battery card. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> security to the front, security. <laughs> Whenever I'm eating at a supermarket, and I'll admit, I eat at a supermarket. You yeah. know, like I'll take things. And uh, <laughs> No, not like, not like a candy bar, but I will take like um, a, a little bit of soup in a bowl. Mm-hmm. No. And... Uh, Wait a minute, you're walking around the store eating soup in a bowl? Well, I'm pushing a cart, so I have it in the cart. Can I tell you something? Eating soup and pushing a cart? (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to... To George Carr, and I'm being serious. I'm going to lessen it. uh, Because I already am aware of it. When I see someone else eating at a supermarket, that's how you have to understand how gross something is. And I do. I'm able to go, wow, if I saw that, what I'm doing Mm -hmm. is not good. But, he, but when I did do it, when I do it, I try to, I'll eat it with nobody in the row. I don't want to be walking down a row. So if I go down a row, no one's in it. I'll have a few, a little bit of my soup, you know, or whatever. It's not usually soup to me. It's usually a, a candy bar, which I paid for. Or it could be something I wouldn't pay for. I'll tell you what I wouldn't pay for. Um, hold on. Give me a second. Maybe an, uh, maybe an, an olive out of the... You know, I always act like I'll take one with the spoon, and I and I yeah, I eat one. I go, I should get a pound of these. Let me see how they taste. Yeah. But, you know, I go, oh, I don't like them. You know, wink, wink to <laughs> nobody, really. <laughs> but it's like makes me feel better. No, you know what? I should get it. Let me chase one of these. I'll probably get five, six pounds of them just to have in the house. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's your... Uh, that, that, yeah, yeah. You know. Five or six pounds. So this was my microphone. What did I... What was I going to do? Are you going to be the guy at the supermarket? I was. He's watching you eat soup. <laughs> Walking around the... Uh, look, whatever I was talking about, it's unimportant. But can I tell you something? What? One night at the supermarket up the street, this is the truth, to George Carlin, for what it's worth, they let he let me get on the phone, because I know everybody over there, because I go there four, you know, three, four times a day sometimes to go to Vaughn's, because mm-hmm. I don't keep food in the house. 
because I'll eat it. So I, he let me, he let me, they'll let me talk in the PA. Like almost all the people to register, if I ask to talk in the PA, they'll let me. And I don't curse. I know either, and there's no, there's guidelines, but it's fun because I will literally get on the PA. I'll go, all right, everybody. <laughs> I know you don't know what to get. Make a choice. Get both. You know, you're always, but I just want to tell you that I know you don't hear this that often, and I'm sorry you have to hear it at Vaughn's, but you're, you're loved. You're good. You're nice. You try. So, you know, just try to get to the register so we can get you out of here. But if you're on the fence, always get both. You're never going to regret getting two things once you get home. All right. We're closing 10 minutes. Closing 10 minutes. They let you do that at Vaughn? Yeah. Oh, man. That's fun. Yeah, I think that I haven't. I think if once they did it, I, you know, because I can be pretty silly and they let me. I think if, if the first time they did it, there's a guy over there, his manager, his name is Rudy. This is always like, of course, when they're closing. So it's like 1150 at night if I, they let me do that. I don't ask to do it in the day. But um, I think if I cursed or did things that he felt, then he might go, oh, no, I can't let you do that anymore. Right, but right. they let me do it every time. Oh, that's right. great. So anyway, I know it's crazy that I'm saying this, but I'm going to go back to the thing one more time just for whatever reason I need to move forward. So I listen to some rational people. Mm-hmm. And I do think we should put the rest of the coronavirus talk under a paywall. Under a paywall. <laughs> If you want to hear it, folks, this is it. This is Todd's. It's going to be closing. about a thousand dollars a pop. I need uh, the money. I got a mortgage. <laughs> so someone told me there's going to be food. You don't have to go hoard toilet paper, but be reasonable. Try to make sure there's food in the house for two weeks. That's not running and panicking, and th- right. which is no good either. And I took I took heed to that, if that's the right way to say it. Yeah. And uh, you know, and you know, stopped uh, you know having. Uh, I was going to have a few people over the other night. No. Uh, Aaron Simon still comes over. I, he, see, I'm so clean. I think he thinks I'm cleaning. A, so he thinks I, because I am. I, I scrub the shit out of He thinks, I bet Todd's so clean that even that virus can't make it as his house. <laughs> but he's, he's wrong. No, he's, he's right. It's everywhere. It's, it's all over you. The <laughs> cleanest, uh, cleanest of house I've ever seen. All right, so now let's go to, uh, we're all good. I want to talk about, and I, it, it, I'm sorry that you haven't seen it. You might think, why am I talking about it? But I want you to go watch it. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I mean in a way that I want to talk to the people. I, I always have a thing. I always think, whatever I say, I imagine if the person I'm talking about heard it. And I, I want to be fair to them. I want them to go. Mm-hmm. But if it's really, you know, because I think, is it their first movie? I don't think you get your first movie on Netflix. I right. think this is someone that had to build to get to there. And I get it with uh, movies on Lifetime. Now people write those movies. They know what Lifetime wants. Right, so that right. I get. I really get that. It's not like you go, how could you do? But, you know, this was about a great cause, the, the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So the basis of it is a movie of how that got started, based on a true story, it said. And what was the movie called? Wish Man. But, you know, I'm not going to try to describe it or the plot. You, I want you to go watch it. And then we'll talk about it. Wish Man? Wish Man. The acting is so... Not all the acting. Not all the acting. Some of the acting is good. But the direction, most of it wasn't the acting. It was the choices they made. They have a brilliant story to tell. And they make it so bullshit. <laughs> this never happened. Okay, that's the only way I can explain it. Because mm-hmm. that you've seen. Like I'm not talking in a gray area when you go, mm, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's every romantic comedy even that i probably love there's some romance heightened i'm okay with that there's some tension heightened there's a gray area this is 
If, if this right. was in the gray area, I wouldn't be talking about it. The person that's listening to it, yeah, you, it wasn't in the gray area. You chose to take some brilliant moments that if you would unlaid them like they happened, instead of this exaggeratory place you went to, you, you, it's just, I'm trying to think, what, what was I just saying about the, oh, when they, uh, when they um, exaggerate, yeah. like, uh, the way, oh, uh, the, the cop, something happens, he falls on his bike. Cops have great insurance. It's, it's, it's still 1975, and mm -hmm. he's home, and he's taking his medicine uh, where he chew just right out of the bottle. You know, he, and he crunches on the pills. Ah, this back of my... <laughs> it's not what fucking happened. He wasn't crunching on them like, take the, open the pills. He goes, ah, I got to take these pills. Ah, he's crunching them up. Yeah, you want Vicodin stuck in your teeth. That's what you want to well, do. save a little for later so yeah. you can, uh, you know. But go watch it. And then I want to interview. I want to interview them. I go, what, what were you thinking? Anyway, Wishman. Wishman. Brought to you by Wishman. <laughs> and the story is a good story. You know, it, it basically it was, I don't know if it's true or not. If you have something like the Make-A-Wish Foundation, right? Mm -hmm. You know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's obviously could be made into a beautiful movie. If they made that movie, and you might not know the answer to this, but I'm maybe guess. If they want to make that movie, do they need permission from the Make-A-Wish Foundation? Um, like if you want to do a story of Mr. Rogers, same question. I, I don't think so, but I think it m makes a lot of things easier that you don't have to deal with le legally. You know, like uh, you don't want to deal with. Um, I even had when I did that Comedy Central thing, they were like, "Is that really the name of your teacher?" You know, where it was just like, we don't just want to have to deal with what might happen. Right, right. But, was uh, it really the name of your teacher? Yeah, but she's um, dead. Um, she's dead. Because <laughs> you could change it. But did yeah. they? But yeah, it's like uh, I, I bet Dick Cheney didn't like uh, them making that Vice movie about him, you know. Oh right, right, right. But uh, you know, you still get to make movies about people because they, they're, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if you can, you do a little disclaimer or something, as long so it's not slander or something or whatever. It, like I'll give you an example, and this was there. Remember the show Chips? Uh, yes, I'm familiar with, with okay. Chips. Well, in a comedy, yeah. But again, you create the the Bible of your show. The, you know, when I say Bible, it's like what world? I, there's no rules. I never want to make like I'm saying. There has to be rules. I love when shows create different. But I'm just saying, whatever you pick, you gotta. And they chose to tell a story that was real. And for whatever reason, in the middle of one of the scenes, it doesn't even matter. Two of the guys from Chips, the actual actors, mm -hmm. you get it, are in the scene, and they're explaining something. They go, "Well, my son really likes Chips." Meaning that he he was saying the Highway Patrol because he yeah. was, you know that's is what it's called in real life. But the two guys in the scene are both the guys from Chips. I'm like, yeah. who felt that had to be hard to get that? You had to call <laughs> the one actor. Well, the other one had a major role, and then you got the other one. You go in the middle of it, will be like Chips. <laughs> what was it worth it? <laughs> what the fuck? I want to know more about that movie. Someone that listens to this show, do me a favor, do research on that. Email me. If you send me a voice memo, I want to do my homework. Was that this person's first movie? I have act bad. Here's a good question. I have uh, me doing bad stand-up. Mm -hmm. I have so what the Todd? Everybody is uh, everybody that's brilliant at something was once not great at something. So what's up your what the fuck, Todd? Right. Yeah, but I'm saying it's not like this person had an independent thing that he did with a thousand dollar budget. No, then I wouldn't. Then I'd be like, oh my god, if he got this done, he it's on Netflix. Right. So he's had to do shit before this. <laughs> 
And this is what he does? She? Excuse me? Women well, can do shitty movies, too. I'm very open-minded. Oh, yeah. I've seen a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> me, too. I brought a list, and just yeah, in case you brought it up. We're very open-minded. We have 90 movies that women did bad. <laughs> it's... Uh, I was going to say something that I don't want to have to edit. All right, so I'm all done. I love being, feeling like I have nothing else to make a wish. Why did I want to talk about that? That's sad. No, I mean, hey, you see a movie, it's bad, you get mad. Oh, by the way, I still cried during certain parts. How could you not? Right. Because it's a, the, sor- the the base of what it's based on is is is, is beautiful, and, and, and but then there were still some beautiful things. But every time there was a beautiful scene, I went... Oh, it's a shame you didn't tell that the way it actually happened because it's actually a beautiful scene. The scene right. you decided on, not why didn't he pick this scene? The scene you decided on is a beautiful scene. You picked a good scene. Right. But then when you decided to direct it and and direct the actors and, and the verbiage, you decided the mom in it was, pro- like I noticed, she acted good, like through all the bad acting. And by the way, some of the bad acting, I even want to have the actors back. You can direct a good actor into being shitty when they need a check. Yeah, you just say, "Oh, go a little bigger, go a little bigger, go a little right. bigger." So some of the bad acting might be that they're directing them into areas they're not comfortable doing, and y- you need money. You can't walk. So I'm even willing to give the actors a pass. Or like they make it seem like, "Hey, we got it." Just for the yeah. hell of it, can you do it like you're insane? And you, then Al Pacino's like, "Oh yeah," and you're like, "The <laughs> fuck? You picked the one I thought was a joke." You know how long? Because I swear to God, in Heat, he's when he goes, "She's gotta." Big ass! And you're like, why the fuck did you say it like that? And that's why? The, and that's the one they picked. Right. And I'm like, I think he was like, do this one like it's a ridiculous yeah. movie. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. We're going to throw like, it out anyway. Yeah, it'll be for the gag reel. And then he was like, we put all the gag reel ones in this movie. I used to believe that when they used to go, by the way, that's great. We got it. But just do one for shits and giggles. And that's the one they use. Oh, yeah. I'm, for, I swear they must do it that way. And that's why you hear some some directors who are really good, they like famously do one take. Like I've heard Clint Eastwood's like one take, who get like he just you just do it. And you better do good in that take, because that's what we're doing. Oh, that's great to get to yeah. that point, but you have to earn that. Right, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think some people might Because, uh, yeah, I'm sure we we film things together and it's like sometimes you're like, Why did you pick? <laughs> yeah. Like why'd you pick the one? <laughs> Because you're moving your hands around a lot. Right, yeah. They like when you move your hands around. Were you comfortable wearing a suit? Uh, yeah, I think it's funny for the well, if it works for the bit. I don't, I don't, I don't. No wear stand them up for stand up. I've worn it a few times, but uh, have I you like ever it. worn it on the road? Um, mm, no, no, I've only ever worn it. I don't want to check a big, a big suit bag. Yeah, you know, I don't even know how to do that. Where, where, if you have a suit on a rack. Oh, I, I put it, if I, I never know. had one, but I put it, you just put it in the suitcase, you fold it in half. And then you iron. Paul F. Tompkins, I think he, yeah. uh, he actually, he wears all five of the suits he's going to wear all week on the plane, <laughs> so they won't get wrinkled. <laughs> That's what he told me. That's what he told five me. Five bow ties. Like yeah, five bow ties, shirt. five suits, five pair of socks, and five shoes. That's the hard part. Five fake mustaches five on fake his face. Mustaches. <laughs> Not everyone knows that about Paul. And I know he doesn't mustache. give a shit. A fake yeah. mustache. Yeah, yeah. He's had a fake mustache because he said he didn't grow hair right under his nose. <laughs> so he always had to wear a fake mustache. There's someone we haven't had to show in a while that I would... He's always fun. He does bits. He's a bit machine. Does he not do... I don't see him going around. Does he not... On the, you know, that's a good question, and I feel like my answer is dated unless he's still doing the same yeah. thing. There was a period, and I thought, how cool, like, how cool of like a, you know, when you see people that carve out these really cool careers for themselves, and at least the way I perceive it, you know, 
we all want more, but w- some people do different things with what they have. And I always thought Paul did great things with what he had. You know, mm-hmm. really, uh, <clears throat> whatever he, wor- he worked on, really a lot of creative things and cool things. And um, but the que- but that wasn't about. Oh yeah, so for a while Paul was doing this, and another thing that I thought, what a great idea. He goes, look, if you want me to come to your city. And I'm going to, you know, get the gist of this. You know, you have to have, let's say, 250 people uh, because that's what, you know, charge this and you get the, and you, you do it. You, you sort of say here and then um, then we'll do it instead of me going. Will I sell tickets there? So it's asking really a promoter, maybe even if promoters don't have to. The words are scary, but right, word right. promoter. But sometimes you could be a local person that. Sometimes people put together shows. They realize I do a pretty good job at this. You know, I, I have a sh- I've had a running show for literally five years, and it's a great one of those. You know, when you're in a little yeah, city, yeah. it's not a comedy club, but they've had a Thursday show for a Sunday show for five years or ten years yeah, sometimes, yeah. and it, people go and they're quiet, and it's like it's great. It's better yeah, than a comedy yeah. club because they've curated this great audience. Um, someone like that to maybe go, hey, I'll, you know, I'll bring Paul Tompkins in or. I think it was something where somebody had, not even a promoter had to do it, just enough people signed this thing. But did they pay in advance? I, I doubt it. Maybe it was a lot of strong interest. Yeah, if yeah. you take the time to go, I'd go. He'd get, I well, don't yeah, know. Yeah, then you, you wouldn't be as worried going to a town. That was the I gist know. of yeah. it. But yeah, I work mostly comedy clubs, and that takes away that fear because they have their built-in audience. That If, if it's a good club, their built-in audience is... You know, if, yeah. if I'm in a good club, I don't mind tapping into their built-in audience because they're a good audience. Yeah, and then you need new fans. But right. if I'm at a club that has a, uh, which I try not to ever do anymore, it's my goal in my career. Uh, but uh, that, uh, but if I do work a club and you know something happens, you know, where I'm not going to fill 300 seats a night, so they built into their audience, and their audience is not an audience that would like me. It sucks. Right, right. And then you just have it happen, and you try not to go back there and have it happen again. But I know areas in when I'm in like. You know, whatever great city, uh, Bloomington, Indiana, or, or the D.C. Improv, or, you know, clubs like that over the years, a lot of the Heliums, um, it's not all my audience every show. You know, the room holds 275. Maybe on Thursday night, 200 people are there to see me, which I'm thrilled on mm-hmm. a Thursday night. And maybe on Saturday, it's 250, and we need 25 of their built-in audience. Maybe one night we're pulling 75. At least their built-in audience yeah. knows. Yeah, we don't, you don't heckle here. You know, we don't put up with bull. We don't put up with bullshit. So I'll tap into an audience like that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I need to. I'm not saying I always I will. love uh, Gilbert Lowen's joke about uh, he'll be like, Man, "I've been doing comedy ten years. You, you're my first good crowd. This is great. I mean, I never had a good crowd before. He's like, it's wild. You know, you think I would have found one? I've seen other comics getting good crowds on shows I'm on, and I can't even get a good crowd. <laughs> it's the same audience, and I get a bad crowd. It's like one of my favorite jokes I've ever. Oh, heard. that is so funny because they have the to figure show. out. Oh, yeah. it's him. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of my yeah, favorite it's jokes. It's ever. a great joke. You know what? Tell me if, if I'm wrong for putting the same joke in the category where I love when you have to figure. Well, the mm-hmm. oh um, Max Beasley, I'll probably fuck up this joke too. Um, he goes, uh, you know, people say you shouldn't give dogs chocolate because it kills them. You know, uh, he goes, but uh, he goes, I don't. Uh, that's not true. I should know. I've had ten dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been killed. Yeah. So it's like you have to. But is that is that no? Yeah, yeah. Where you find out that the the joke is that the. The teller of the joke doesn't know. Yes, right, right, exactly. They're out of the loop. They're out of the loop. And you're in the loop. Right, you're smart. You took that apart real well. Well, Max Beasley's on the phone. (laughs) Oh, shit, is he, is that really him? Is that Yeah, yeah, Todd. Oh, Max, hi, it's Todd. Shit. Look, the reason that joke's funny is because fuck dogs. Oh. Fuck them. I never thought about that. They deserve to die, and they don't get the chocolates good. 
You know what, Max? I didn't look at it that way. Thank you. Is there anything yeah. you want to plug? Yeah, go fuck yourself. I oh, yeah, wait yeah. a second. Is this really Max Beasley? Yeah, it's Max Beasley. How do I know? Because what you're trying to do is so I'm supposed to go, Max Beasley's treating me like shit. Is fool me. How do I know it's Max Beasley? Here's how you know it's Max Beasley. You can squeeze my balls. Ooh. And no, you'll squeeze. Yeah, that's how you can tell. Do the phone. All right, you know what it is, Max. Thank you. You know, you, you, I'm fuck sure you, you can Max. tell from my fuck accent you, Max. that I, I know it's my you. family has odd traditions. Fuck you, Max. <laughs> I can't believe Max. That was Max Beasley, folks. You heard him. You need to tweet at him and say he should not call the Todd Glass show and be rude to me. Yeah, yeah. Tweet, tweet at me. My handle is at T-O-D-D-G-L-A-S-S. Squeeze my balls. Goodbye. It's Caleb Sion <laughs> on the Todd Glass Show. <laughs> Let's take a breath. I know how to run a show. Oh, I know. Because you know what happens if you don't stop? You end up going down paths you don't need to go down. Sometimes you need to stop. Take a deep breath. I'm talking to myself, basically. Do some coke. Do some coke. Oh, you have any? No. I wouldn't even know. Like, if I wanted to start cocaine, I wouldn't even know who to... I wouldn't even know where to start. I would oh, I probably sell it. Google Oops. it. I would probably, on an incognito window, I would Google, who do I ask about cocaine? Well, here's a good question for you, and maybe, maybe it's not. I shouldn't be so presumptuous. Don't you have friends... Like I said, I'm, I've never done coke, but I have friends uh, that... they do. Some of them have done... Uh, I did coke... Yeah, two years ago. You know, like they don't mm-hmm. do they 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 enjoy it once in a while, but they literally be like, oh no, not since I've had oh it's probably been four years or yeah maybe once a year, and it's not them saying it. You watch from a distance. You're like, yeah, they're not. I have some friends like that yeah. that I know that if I wanted to do coke, I'd be like, hey, I actually want to try coke. You don't have any friends like that. They're they're not coke. They don't do it all the time, but they dabble into it here and there. What's really funny is that, that now I'm like, oh, that is a good idea. No, <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're trying, you're like, why don't you ask your friends that do coke? And I'm like, oh, no, but yeah, it's like, uh, I, I mean, I'm, the, wait, know, it doesn't make a lot it sound. of comics do it. It so doesn't I mean, make it like, sound like I'm uh, saying, oh, coke's not an addicting yeah. habit. I just meant if you wanted to do it and you have the friends of mine that do it, it's not whether it's right or wrong. I don't know. They're my friends and I don't, you know, Troy Conrad can, oops. Uh-oh. Oh, God, that's going to look real bad for Troy don't, Conrad. Don't put his handle and uh, don't say it. I hope Troy Conrad's all right because this is the truth. I, there's a there's a video of a kid online and he, um, he reviews uh, Shirley Temple's. And it reminded me of a bit that me and uh, Troy Conrad used to do with his girlfriend Liz, and um, and and I sent him the clip, and he and then it's now it's four days later, and I go that fucker never. If anybody sends me anything funny or anything, I return it. Mm-hmm. I do. I return every. And the only two people I don't return their text in the history that I can remember, as good as my honest memory, to, to, to not be bullshitting you, there might be one I forgot. But two people that I don't return their text, and that's because they earned me not to. They, they crossed lines of boundaries of, you know, c- comedians that I knew from a long time ago. Nothing rude, but, like, can you get this to this? Pr- you know, asking me questions that I can't. I can't do that, you know? Right, right. So I felt uncomfortable, you know, them asking me things that I can't do. I barely would ask these people to do things for me. Let, so I went, oh, and those two people I just, you know, stopped. But yeah. everybody else... I return it. Not this person. Not Troy Conrad. (laughs) 
Do you think that's... I want you to be honest with me. Don't overdo it just to agree with me. But do you think that's really, really wrong what Troy Conrad did to me? Yeah, I mean... I, oh, you're not just saying it. No, I mean, I mean, I, I was talking about it before today with my roommates. Just oh. like before I came over here. I was just like, that's something that... You know when you think somebody is... Maybe not like a bosom buddy... But at least there, there's somebody who's in that circle where yes. it's like, that's a good dude. Yes, we that's get how I along, Thank you. and they got my back. Mm -hmm. You know, they they wouldn't talk, they wouldn't talk shit about me behind my back. They wouldn't do, you know, I could trust them, like with a family member, like. And then they do that, and then they do that, and you're like, well, wow. first of all, I'm just like, why? Like, what, what, what benefits you? He's gonna hear this too. Yeah, and, and, you know, and if he does hear it, I think he should know. You know, the funny thing is, he will hear this. And, you know, and he's sick. He'll end up at your doorstep. Why'd you say that about well, Todd? I never really had a problem with him personally, but like after you know someone does that, it's hard. It's to, a little weird. Yeah. I got a question for you. Can I talk about your uh, you, that we met? Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Jenny. I know your girlfriend's name, Whoa. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when <laughs> it's so wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the truth is, I forgot it, so I I lived oh, it. I lived funny. it to Caleb. I'm like, I forget your. You probably heard me in the podcast. You probably heard me saying something, but I forgot his name. He's so gracious that he feeds it to me, and then I do the bit. I fucking know her name. <laughs> um, that was one of the. We didn't talk about that on this podcast. I don't think because no, you haven't no. been on since mm -hmm. then, right? Well, we went. That to was see, really funny. We went to see the Mister Rogers movie, and although uh, different than what I expected, still, still, you know, just oh, you leave feeling so, so good, and and you know, it, it was just, it was just really great. Sat through all the credits, and just loved everybody in the audience that sat through the credits. I go, mm -hmm. they're the people I want to get to know. The people that the, ever, the people yeah. that go, no, you don't accidentally sit through the credits. You just go, well, you don't. I don't think you're in a Mr. Rogers movie. Well, what do you think it is? They're sitting through the credits because they go, oh, they're the most interesting credits I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because you're sitting with people that want, don't want to leave that atmosphere. Yes. And a lot of yeah. other people were there. That Look, I don't want to take something beautiful and spiritual and somehow when talking about Mr. Rogers come off negative. But the pe there were some people that I'm sure loved it. It's not like if you didn't stay through the credits, you didn't love it. There's people that loved it, but were able to get up and walk out before it was over. There, th that's not. A, but the, to me, the people—am I including myself? Yeah. That go well. Where isn't life about atmosphere and the energies yeah, around you? Yeah. I thought that's really what it was all about. At the end of the day, whatever those atmospheres are, whatever those energies are. Well, where am I going to go? That's going to be better than that. Right. What am I rush? Where am I walking out to? Somehow you missed the message because to me to sit there and soak it into the very last second would go. You soaked everything out of that movie. Some people go, I fucking love that movie. So where are you going? Mm -hmm. Where are you going? Now that's weird to yell. I get it. I like the movie. Aren't I allowed to leave? And the well, answer see, is yes. What, if I ever made a movie, I would have the credits on one side and on the other side, the split screen. On the other side would be you saying that. Like, did you like this? Thank you. <laughs> then where are you going to? <laughs> Hello? Did you? Oh, you, 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 you loved it, right? But you're still walking out during the credits. Yeah, By the like, way, oh, I we got to beat traffic. For what? To go home and watch something worse? By the way, I almost got close. I don't want to know how close I got. But I begged to do that for the Super Troopers 2 movie. Mm -hmm. And I got a campaign going on Twitter. And I was like, uh, you put me on the split screen. I found out because that they show 
um, the the uh, the uh, the uh, the chop up the uh, what do you call it the bloopers the whatever yeah, yeah. and they're funny you know on mo- a movie if you like the movie you're gonna like the bloopers uh, I, you know in s- some movies I love I love to see those things I love yeah, to see yeah, the outtakes yeah. so I found out that and I went yeah but I could have still done it and I promised that I was gonna keep everybody in there I go I will keep everybody in there to the end of the movie put my face on one side the credits on the other yeah yeah even after the you run the the outtakes. And go, hey, everybody, I was going to start it like this. My name's Ty Glass. I wanted to be in the movie. They said I could. I said, well, let me talk during the credits. <laughs> and here I am. And this is the truth. This is the truth. I said I could keep everybody here. First thing I think we should do to keep you here during the credits, let's do a sing-along. And whatever it is, I would have put a lot of energy into it. I didn't get to do it, so maybe I'll get to do it for you. Oh, that'd be great. Um, but I hope you have a movie. But the point was, we were talking about... Energies around you, Mr. Rogers. Oh, yes. So we leave the movie Mm -hmm. through a lot of people. Majority stayed right during the credits. And we go outside. And the Grove, you know, you always feel you need to apologize, you know, to go, I know it's Disney, it's Corp. But it's, you know, there's fake snow and there's carolers out there. And then what a better thing to walk out to. I saw you and Jenny Jenny with Christmas uh, sweaters on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and you were making funny poses near the uh, near the big Christmas tree. Yeah, and like Santa and the tree yeah. and the fountain and everything. And it was just beautiful. And we're like, oh, my God. We walked outside to that, and then we see you, and it was just a great way to end the night of seeing Mr. Rogers. Oh, that was the funniest, too. Like, like taking selfies and everything, mm-hmm. and then... The last th- when you're taking a selfie in public, the last thing you want to see is like ten people who know you being like, ah, <laughs> like, yeah, like. But we didn't do that. That was so funny. You, you know what? We didn't do that at all. No, I know. We but, didn't do that at all. But I know you're you're self conscious because you're being yeah. maybe you're being a couple. Right. You're right. being you're being a sweet. You're being you know you're having a good time. No, I thought it was it was great. It was like seeing uh, uh, two happy people that yeah, are dating yeah. each other. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It yeah, was that really was really fun. fun. It was really fun, and I was hoping that she would be able to come here tonight. But I get it because of this. We'll wait till it's right. Over. Well, she passed, and uh, oh, she was a nice she's lady. dead. <laughs> ah ha! Play a funny sound. <laughs> oh, oh God! All right, let's stop. Take a deep breath. Yeah. I'm gonna undo my pants a little. Hey, it's a it's stereo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh That's funny when you're not expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh what is goodness. that? Is that a spring? It's what is that? That's noise? a boner. <laughs> mm, that's a boner. When they're trying to do a spring sound effect, they use that boner sound effect. Oh, yeah, in a movie, if they want to insinuate a, bo- a spring, they have to play this guy getting a boner. <laughs> they record, they literally, no, this is the truth. I swear to God. They, there's a guy, a good looking guy, and uh, what he would do, uh, and a good looking girl. And uh, two other good-looking dogs. I want to say something I got out of the subject. I was trying to do it in a very uh, forward, um, uh, whatever you find attractive way. But I go to the, you know what I mean? I was like, Mm -hmm. they have a guy, and then he gets a boner because he sees a good-looking, whatever he thinks is good-looking. And then he gets a boner. Right. There you go. (laughs) And then this sounds like springs. So in a movie, if they want to make it sound like springs, they... But here's the point. I wanted to say this uh, differently on another subject about... um, Oh, your dad! I want to do. Your oh, dad. yeah, that is a oh, fun one. Yeah, that is. A, so, so will you do it? Um, will you do the real? You know, not the whole version, but for the for the audience that doesn't know your joke, right? So I don't have to ever ever start to lay it in. Do the first one, and I just saw this tonight. 
I mean, I've seen you do the bit before, but it, it, it reminded me of uh, tonight because it's such a funny bit. So do like the... Oh, yeah, I can do it. Um, oh, you know? Oh, good, 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 good. But yeah, this is just... Uh, you talking to your dad. He yeah. doesn't know how to... My dad doesn't know how phones work, so every phone call, he'll just be like... Yeah. Oh, hey, son, I was thinking maybe later on we could go down over to the park and maybe do a little fishing. <laughs> if you're not, your brother's in town, and he told me he didn't have his fishing license on him, so I said I was going to have to work on it. Uh, but anyway, let me tell you what your dog did. She's running through the house. She's about <laughs> yeah. twice as big as she was last time we were here, and I don't know what your mom put in there. But uh, anyway, your mom's not really talking to me right now, but if you want to talk to me, I'm going to try to get her to shut up for 20 years. It looks like I won that argument, but... Uh, Anyway, she tried to put kale on one of my milkshakes the other day. I was like, I don't know what the hell people are throwing kale at, but uh, I don't know. I think, I think kale's part of Obamacare, so I'm trying to kill everybody with kale. So I said, if she gets coronavirus, I know I'm going to get it, I don't know how to tell what the symptoms are. But, uh. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, <laughs> It's so, okay, so it's like, and the passing of time is always like, so hold on, let me try it. Let me yeah. try it. I'll use this. It's just you can do it with any amount of uh, just things yeah. anyone would Okay, hold on. Oh, the guy said it. Oh, I'm just telling you a boring story. Yeah, maybe. just anything. Well, let me tell you something. I don't got to tell you about the price of lug nuts because, you know, you go in there. You know, the government comes in and they try to tell them that they can't, you know, but the farmers, they'll grow, you know, all day long. <laughs> You know, Reagan, he was good. He got what he was I didn't even understand because back then you just did what you wanted to do and no one even cared. You know, you can't say anything anymore. But then Shirley Temple. <laughs> it's hard, but it's fun. I think I can it's get better really at fun. it. <laughs> Shirley Temple. I don't know. But it is amazing, like, because parents also they have they feel like they have a whole month of things to tell you about so the the reason i met my dad is because it was the funniest that he would be like he always wants to tell you about 12 things and then it doesn't and then if you don't laugh or you don't even make a noise or know how to react he'll just go to the neck you know yeah they don't they don't seem to mind like oh, yeah well you know you're uh, uh, uh we had we went over there today to get the coronavirus and your, your mom's out in the parking lot they got to stick something up her nose you know <laughs> Most vets use glue to put dogs <laughs> together. I didn't know that. So I said to you, know, I was going down there, and we just didn't know what to do. But anyway, the sump pump's covered, but the warranty company is <laughs> 45 pounds is big for a cat, but your mother <laughs> said that I well, she thought she was feeding it too much, but at the end of the day, she said, come on. Well, it's funny, too, because like, parents, they, they love you and stuff, so they don't want you to leave. So they will keep, I think they're just like, I want them to stay on the phone almost like a like the fbi trying to get to track your phone before you hang <laughs> so i'll be like all right i gotta go and they're like and and your dog uh she she's loving her new bed you got her for christmas and i told her that's you know that's your uncle caleb and and i'm like yeah yeah all right well i got i gotta get on the bus now and she's like well i heard the buses <laughs> in la Sometimes they don't. The driver doesn't even have a thing to to be the guy that's on it. And you're like, where'd you hear that? Well, I was watching. Uh, you know, just they just don't want you to hang up. And My I'm mom like, ah. asked me anybody on Dancing with Stars. She would ask me if I knew them. <laughs> you know what I said? Yeah, I wanted to think I'm big. Yeah. <laughs> I go, of course I know them, Mom. I'm famous. Do you know Ron Gronkowski? Yes, I can tell you before you finish his name. Is he famous? I know him. Famous people know each other. Yeah. <laughs> One time, I swear, this true story, a woman turned to me at the airport because Bob Saget and, um, oh, who was the other? Uh, uh, Bob Saget and I think uh, Paul Reiser. 
Mm-hmm. It was, it was, but no, not Paul Reiser. But it doesn't even matter. You know when you have a story like that, I'm becoming a parody of myself. But I want to remember who it was. He was married to Roseanne Barr. Tom Arnold. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, he, yeah. I know that, that. But anyway, yeah, you know, it's fine. But anyway, Tom Arnold and Bob Saget, the woman turned and she goes, it's weird they're just not talking to each other. And I was like, no, it isn't. I didn't say that, but that's like going, oh, my God, I can't believe this woman doesn't go talk to that person she doesn't know. Right, right. You know, like you're both going to Denver and you're just going to go both. It is weird if they're both stand-ups. Stand-ups. If it's two famous stand-ups, you'd be like, that would never. No, that would never happen. Well, because they also know how they are. So it's like there's even if you didn't know who they are, one would go up to the other and be like, hey, it's kind of weird that we're both. Yeah. You know, I feel like. Stand-ups, by the way, you know. I have said this before. Like I, I might complain about comedy, but I have never. Uh, uh, I've, I've always made it very clear that I love stand-up comedians, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of good in a lot of stand-up comedians. And that's why when you're at a commercial audition or an acting audition, when comedians come in, they break the tension in the room because yeah, they'll yeah. be like, "Hey, you doing good? To see, you know, real like doing bits. You know, going yeah, hi, yeah. how you doing? This now, but mm. like doing bits and sort of uh, being pretty nice." You know, and most comedy clubs I go to, they'll say overwhelmingly, which is nice. Comedians are nice. Yeah. Overwhelmingly. There's always some that aren't, but overwhelmingly. Well, some aren't, but I think uh, most comedians, not like that we're noble people or whatever, like that we're doing like the Lord's work, but it's like you do know what it's like to try your best to just make people laugh. Like all you want to do is make people like smile and laugh. And you know what it's like to be trying your hardest to do that and fail miserably. Yeah. And so you've had once you've had that, and you know how horrible of a feeling to, to do that in public, and fail. It's like a horrible thing. So it's like we should be nice to each other at right. least if we can. So it's like I, I think that helps make a lot of comedians nice. Just having that common. Yeah, uh, and when they meet your family, I've had a lot of situations yeah. where comedians meet your family. They're always so nice. Mm-hmm. I was nervous a few times. You know what questions are they going to ask? And forget what comedian he was. Hey, what would you do if you met my mom and dad? And I was like, I'd be. I go, okay. I'll. He goes, relax. <laughs> you know, seven of my family backstage. What I really are you rich? What I, no, the worst don't, thing they is don't do that, that. By the you, way, your family knows you. They know all about you and your whole act. But w- what kind of sucks is when my family will meet another comic. They'll be like, they'll always say the same thing. They'll go, "Now he's funny," <laughs> and I'll always be like, "You didn't have to say he like he." Yeah. But it's like they, they're just blown away. They're like, everything he's... And I'm like, those, some of those were bits. And a lot of that is just, you don't know him. Uh, but yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. And, all, and you know... It's so easy to charm. You know uh, what, what else? Um, oh, well, hold on. Oh, he's funny. Oh, I realized, you know, years into comedy that if you... Your parents, if they come see your family... I mean, mm-hmm. truly with anybody, but especially your family and your parents who you care. They want them to know where you're genuinely at at that point in your career. And I, and I never realized this until my brother stayed for the late show. Now, they had seen me for year after year after year after year after year, but they never stayed for both shows. I had friends that had, but right, not my right. family. And he goes, I never realized how much the audience, I know they have something to do with it, but how much they had to do right, with it. Right, right. He goes, because if I wouldn't <laughs> have seen your late show, basically he was saying, I would have just thought that's where you were at. You know, you go through weird years. You have this year because they might not see me for another year. And then they don't know that, no, the next show I fucking killed. Right, right. You know, like the first show I did my job. It wasn't a bomb. You get to the point in your career where you, you can do, do a pretty good job even if you don't like the crowd and they're not liking you. And But it's but when he stayed for the late show, I felt like that really he understood it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's how 
It could be the late show. So, like, when you, that's why when you're doing open mic night in the beginning, if you invite them on a bad night, they think, literally, you, when you're, especially in the beginning of your career, always, as I prove, it, it happened to me, and I'm pretty, I, this is when I was pretty established. But especially in the beginning, you could have, like, let's say you're two years into comedy. You could have one night go really bad, and the next night, not your version of it, but genuinely go really fucking great. Yeah, yeah. So if they catch you the one night, they just think, oh, that's he's out there doing that four or five times a night, just mm-hmm. pounding the pavement. Not that does happen sometimes. They think that's probably what you're doing. They don't know. You, oh, no, I also do this, too. You know? Right. So it's. Oh, yeah. It's so I always think about because uh, I started in college. And so I went with a gr- three cars full of people to like see me. And uh, it was bad. I didn't even know you had to prepare material. Like I was so stupid. I thought I'll just be funny. And they all just saw me bomb horribly. You're who? Who's this? This is all my college friends, oh. like ton, like 20 people. And uh, and so I think and then they just never came again. And so I literally think when I finally got on Conan, they were like, what is he going to do? Like, how is that <laughs> happening? You know what I mean? Like, I bet they were like, what is show business that easy? Like, oh, God. you know, I didn't get one laugh. I didn't have any jokes. It was just miserable, like nervous, horrible. Uh, so I always wonder if they're just still sitting there like, man, what? A- <laughs> How's he? But right. they think when they finally saw you, they went, oh, OK, this is what. But okay. then I bet they were like, well, what the hell was he doing? Why is he doing that shit? I saw him one time. It's only good on TV. Say, I saw you know, him live. Say, say you know what? You were in that audience. Guess what? It was your fault. Yeah. They didn't even do You know when people are like, oh, they're not funny, but they clearly brought the crowd. I did, and they didn't like me either. Wait, what are you talking about? Like, I had the crowd was my friends, and they didn't laugh. Oh. <laughs> so, I like, you, even when people do that, like, oh, it's their friends. They're laughing because it's their friends. I don't know if that's no. the case. No, my friends—they uh, couldn't love me anymore, and you can't—it's involuntary. Do you ever see someone come with all their friends? They work at a bank, <laughs> so they do good the first week, and then they come back the next week because all the friends from the bank don't come, or maybe the third. Yeah, week. yeah. And then that person—and then that's the last time you ever yeah, see them. Yeah, eventually they—they go, ooh. Yeah, they <laughs> I thought gotta, I got to tell jokes because that because you can kill with your friends just because they have the perspective. You still need to have jokes, but yeah. the, the, you don't have to work as hard on the setup because right. they're in on it. Right. They know all the backstory. They know right. your character. And, the, and you're on stage talking right. about it. But you do, you know, that's the hardest thing. When when your friends aren't there anymore, now your setups, you might still have punchlines, but they're like, well, who's Rick? <laughs> you know, they're just clueless. All right, listen to this. I'm glad you're here. How long have we gone? Uh, yeah, you want to guess? Ooh, you uh, like to guess? I'd say fifty-eight. I'm gonna say th- an hour two. An hour in one minute. What? Twenty seconds. Wow. Oh, who is? Todd, this is Joe Rogan. Uh, oh, Joe, hi. No podcast other than mine is allowed to go over uh, an hour. Whoa, whoa! I'm not a moron. Yeah, how do it's I me. know how? Fuck. It's first me, Joe all, Rogan. How do know. I? How do I know it's you? All right, you want me to describe what elk tastes like? Oh, it is Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh, hi, Joe. Elk How you doing? Elk tastes like deer with cum. By the way, <laughs> it may be. All right, I got to I, I gotta go sell some Alpha Brain. I'll be right back. Listen, Joe, Joe, Joe. Um, Remember I said, go listen to the guy in Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there? I, I'm embarrassed. I think Aristotle put it in. in a, no, I don't want to make him put it in again. He already put it yeah. in. I thought he was very knowledgeable. Are you about to take a break? You want to? Oh, no, I, I just need to pee. 
Oh yeah, let's. How about this? I don't have to. Well, you know what? Um. Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, we can take a break. I just need. To right, you bit. let it. You're gonna let it go and just snap it. All right, cool. Hey, you know what we can do? Let's. We'll come back from break. We'll play a little Andy Fresco. Ooh. Pick a song you wouldn't like. Kyle Ayers just. Uh, oh yes. Open for Andy. Oh God, let's Is talk about cool? them when we come back. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not. I did. Kyle's the greatest guy in the world. Well, that's not what you told me off air. <laughs> well, off air is when I lie. No, you're off air now. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my. Oh my God. I swear to God. Okay. Well, I'm okay. off air. I swear to God to you. Do we have no friendship? <laughs> Tell me the truth about Kyle Ayers. We're off the air and there's not recording. I swear to God. Kyle started the virus. Ah, we were recording. He thought it was a prank. Oh, he started the virus. Comedy Central sponsored this prank where they're going to start a virus. Kyle, Kyle Ayers started the virus, everybody. Yeah, Tweet at Kyle Ayers. Why did you start this virus? It was, it was as a bit. It was a bit, but you <laughs> tweeted him. Kyle Ayers started the virus, folks. Yeah. This is the truth. This is the news. This is the Todd Glass Show. And we'll be back with Caleb Snyder. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know a man, he could give me therapy, what's the use of therapy, you don't want to change, babe, mm -hmm. I talk too much, when I got nothing to say, maybe it's the game. By the way, I would have. Uh, what I was going to say is, and everybody in this room knows it, well, I know that this person to my left knows it, I would have let that uh, breathe. I would have let that breathe for a while. But uh, the connection between the... Uh, the uh, is, is is a little shabby, so sometimes for some reason certain songs. But that's one of Andy Fresco's new songs. Did he release his album yet? Shut the fuck up. There's so many great songs. Like I, I, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be like, wow. It's like one after another. I got to go to the studio when they were Ooh. mixing it. Yeah. Oh, right. And then and and I'm gonna leave that in there. Yeah. Um. Even though, well, you know what would be great if um. You know what? Hey, Todd, How this is Andy Frasco. Uh, oh, know, Andy, I hi. I, I oh, whoa, 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 whoa. How do I know it's Andy Frasco? Well, you told me, I remember telling you, you could play oh my Oh, my God, it is Andy Frasco. You can play my stuff on the podcast without money, but uh, since uh, past week, I'm going to need you to Venmo me uh, oh. about $100 a second of the music. Uh, that's just a standard thing. Anyway, uh, what do you mean, give me a call back when you get a chance. Oh, hello, Andy. <laughs> April 24th I'm going to leave that in Because I'm trying to make as little as work for Aristotle as possible I was going to say we could edit in a clean version But um, we left a little bit of it in But yeah, that's a great song uh, Every is song really is a great song Every song you're like, wow, this sounds like I've heard it already Which means that uh, <laughs> I have to edit that out No, I think that's a good point Because no, I remember the first I know it sounds like an insult But what I mean is When you hear a song That you think it's been a hit already But it's not It's not the melody You Here's just think the way, the way I think about it Is you know, the first time I heard Seven Nation Army I thought Oh man I wonder what old song That's The White Stripes covering 
but it's none. I just didn't think a song like that was could be new. So yeah. you're like, oh, you must be covering a great old song because it sounds like it should be. It sounds like it's right. a hit. I'm glad that you. Fi- no, I almost want to leave that in because yeah. sometimes what your intentions are and what you no, end up yeah. saying, but you've cleaned it up. Yeah, like not because the melody is you've heard before, because it just sounds like. Yeah, wait, is this just a, exactly what I thought? Is yes. this? Um, I'll be like, did is that? Oh, is that like wagon wheel or something where you're like, oh, is that an old Bob Dylan thing you're covering? How about it's Bob so Dylan? Good. Did you hear about him? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Jew. What are you gonna do, right? <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> I never believed it. People told me. <laughs> it's so weird that no one's that confident with their anti-Semitism. Like <laughs> people are confident with their homophobia. They'll be like, "I heard he's gay," but no one's ever just like, "Well, I found out he was a Jew. I said no more." Unless it was, 20, I'm not buying that. Unless album. it was 25 years ago, right? <laughs> but now it's like now people now just, no one can be that. <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. Eventually, you have to get... There's levels of involvement are one that you know right. that you have to at least hide your beliefs. That's a right. that's a step in the direction of maybe you just won't have them. But one is that, yeah, you get that you're living in a different world. So even yeah. if you don't want to change, at least you're aware enough to know that, yeah, you no one was really appreciating your fucking little jokes you used to tell. <laughs> Did you notice that one time when just, just the mirror, they heard one word? That, isn't that funny how eventually as a society, as much as we want to grow and as much as, much as we want to move on, the good side of it is, yeah, this person that tells these jokes and they, they, they can't believe it. That literally one word and I lose everybody. Well, right. come on. It's yeah. still, <laughs> okay, maybe you don't want to use that, but no, no, sir. And I say sir because it's always a guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be sexist. Yeah, I love being sexist. Women do other dumb shit. Watch <laughs> it. Watch it. Watch it. I'll tell you, we should watch the Mark Marin uh, Netflix special. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it new? And a it's good, fucking good? great. Oh, nice. And I saw him at the Laughing Skull uh, last time I was in Atlanta. He was there filming something. And he did like 20, and it was all new stuff. It was great. It was great. And you know what? It was great because... We are in times where a lot of people say, even people, good comedians say it. Well, I, you know, I don't know. To me, to me, it does limit how much I think of them. But what I mean is, there, there are some really great comedians that they go off on that that path of uh, you can't say anything anymore. Right. right. And uh, Mark proved that you can say whatever you fucking want, and but there is a way to say it. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, is yeah. it worth saying? And and he was on the right side. And what what he think what he think what happened a lot, and I think it's what made it not lose me. I if I'm okay if someone complains about something. Let's say they complain about service. He didn't do it, but it'll give an example for a lot of the bits that I was afraid. Oh, is he gonna connect that to the generation? In other words, I don't mind someone com- uh, talking about service. I will get into a great conversation about service. Good service, bad service. I like it. I admire yeah, good yeah. service. But once the other person, and this happens, connects it with, you know, somewhere along the way, you're having a great conversation. You go, well, today you're really, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Don't connect it to this generation and I'll st- it's a great conversation but and he never did that. Right, right. And and he, and he and he walked right to the to the line when I thought, "Oh, but then he said, "I know a lot of people are going to" and then answered it brilliantly mm-hmm. and proved you can have guts and grit and fucking just be a great fucking act. You know, good just good stand-up comedy. I said that not the right way, but what I meant to say is yeah, yeah. you can just and uh and uh, still not have to be anything. How about how about this? You know, people always want to go so quick to go. Oh, everybody else. Oh, because I'll be okay. I'll tell you what. I'll keep it cleaner. How about there's nothing in there that's going to embarrass him? 
Right, right. Everyone else is always, how about you? Do you have any inner compass? Yeah, is there yeah. anything? I get it. There's certain things you drop because the outward you had to. But, okay, I get that. And that annoys you. Okay, that exists. And we can talk about that another time. But how about you ever? Is there ever growth that you might think that if you do the right thing and always punch the right people verbally that it won't embarrass you? Or are you pretty fucking sure you're not going to grow out of your act either? Is that what's convenient for you? Because they're going, no, I'm not going to grow. That's why it won't happen to you. But if you do, if you manage to grow as you get older, and it's a good thing, it's hard, it sucks, sometimes you got to learn new shit. Mm -hmm. But if you continue to grow, you're going to be embarrassed at that act of yours. Right. And his, no. Well, it's also, you would be so ashamed of yourself. Like, at least a couple times a week, I'll be like, oh, you know what I had no idea about? I didn't know they had to pass it in the House first, before the Senate. And now I know that. So I'll watch the news and I'll know it. But it's like, some people, I'm like, would you not want to realize things every week till you die? What, do you want to be the same guy when you're 50 and then when you're 80? They're like, oh, what'd you you learn the past 30 years? They're like, nothing. It's like, I like learning stuff. You want to be the same guy till you die? Yeah. And for me, I I don't have a college degree or anything. So it's like, I I learn basic things every week. Hey, I can. You know? I, I've even. I just t- learned how to wash my hands. Yep, yeah, you have to uh, sing. Yeah. The, now you gotta sing. <laughs> now you gotta. I don't want to be a now you gotta guy. How about oh, yeah. don't you ever want to do anything? He's like the same guy if he went to family counseling and learned beautiful techniques that were mm-hmm. literally making him getting along with his children better. But his story would be, now nah, you gotta. Right. I can't call my daughter now. <laughs> Any of it good for you? Is everything new? Always, hey, now, listen to this. Do you remember? If you you do this today, now they're going to call the police. I was watching an old special. I won't say the name because it's mean, but it was some comedian in like the late 90s or early 2000s or something. And they were doing a bit about, when I was growing up, we had three channels. Now there's a bunch. And I'm like, you complaining about enjoying TV more? (laughs) What the, what is the, hey, hey, it's a hundred million. Yeah. What am I gonna? Hey, hey. <laughs> it's just like it's. <laughs> what you know is what? happening? It's 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 what what I called. It's when you can. It, it people don't realize it's as dangerous as it is, and I've never hit it from this point. Mm-hmm. I think two weeks ago, maybe on the podcast, but saying what you just said, sort of like three channels. It's leading people down. Yeah. Just that they're youth, because you don't want to go, God, remember when we were younger, we had less problems? Yeah. <laughs> and we still had some hope. So yeah. now you want to make pretend you don't miss that, you miss three channels. Yeah. <laughs> no, you miss that time, because what that time right. was to you, and I'm not trying to poke it at you, it makes it sound like I'm being the dick. You missed it, you had more promise then, that the reason you don't like music like you used to is because now you have responsibilities. It sounds like I'm being mean to the person. I'm not, but you're coming at everybody else. You're coming at the music. People, if you come at music and you go, there's no good music anymore, that's an insult to the brilliant musicians. And I have a right to come back at you aggressively, as sad as it might seem. The sad part is that I have to snap you into realization that even if you heard good music today, your mind is a different place. You have different responsibilities. And even if you did hear it, you wouldn't enjoy it the same way. Okay? I'm not being mean. I have to fucking slap you into reality. That you, you, it, there is good music, and you're not. It's not like you're listening and not liking it. Most mm-hmm. of them just don't even know where to search for it. But I'm saying, even if you did, even if you go, no, I did. I fucking do my homework. I know you can't listen to the radio and fucking decide if there's good music. Let's say you're that person, but you still and you find it. You right. still might not enjoy it as much because 
the responsibilities, some dreams that maybe you got to do, some you didn't, some financial problems. Life, you're at a younger point. Your mind is more open to just hear new things and accept them. Maybe at a time when you need music to remind you of the good times, you don't want to hear something you're not familiar with. Right. That's okay. Well, also, I think a lot of that is people who are who are isolated. Like, like when they go, oh, boy, last good band was Black Sabbath. And you'll be like, oh, take me through that. And they go, oh, yeah, it was after school. Me and my friend Tom, we went to his house and we smoked a joint and we listened to that Black Sabbath record in the basement of his parents' house. It was, and then I'm like, well, when's the last time you did that? When's the last time right. in the middle of the afternoon you smoked weed at your friend's house and listened to a, an album together? That's what you miss. Now, can I tell you're you? are not doing that. You're 58. Can I tell you're you something? Doing that anymore. Can I tell you something? And you know what? I, I guess I, I'm bordering on, does that make me sound like, oh, you get to do that? No, there's people that can do it. There, There's people much yeah. at a different financial range that you're, maybe you're an accountant or a teacher or whatever you do. Your finances are that you're much more secure than right. me, that you could do it. You don't do it. Some people do do it. I will admit it. In the arts, it's more. But you, the question you just said is, and the answer to me is, yes. I still do. Well, do yeah, that. you still. That's still why I know. That. That's why I know there's there's good music. Right. Because if you go, when's the last time in the middle of the day? Especially with this person I know lately, <laughs> um, uh, I've always defended music, and I know I've said this on mm-hmm. the show a million times. But lately, more and more, even if you like twenty percent of all the new music someone puts it in front of you, that's falling in love with a lot of new good musicians. Right. So you're right. It's like you, I, I sort of have a joke like that in my act, but I like you said it a little cleaner, you know, as far as like, when's the last time you did that? Right. And, and it's like, like, like remember, uh, where are we? In Lake Tahoe. And I was like, oh, you haven't heard of Wolfpack? And I, play, I was like, you could play this at the beginning of your show. I feel like it would get people pumped up. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, and it's just like, and I had only heard it because I was at another show and Barbara Gray was there. And I was like, what are you playing before the show? This is great. Who is this? She's like, you never heard of them? And it's just like, you got to have that you got to want yeah. to find new music. Yeah, because I really do believe that even if they took an artist that you liked and it was an un a, a song that, you know, that they did but you never heard it. So it's that artist. And mm. then they played it, maybe had another artist perform it, but you listened to it with the only thing that's different is that maybe the, your 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 emotion where you're at today in life, which is a big right. part of it. Well, it's it, and some people get, get attached to the bands they like. Right, you know those bands who they keep putting out music for thirty years, and it's not quite as good as it was before. Right, and you're sad about it, and you're like, ah, it's not quite. But it's like, well, you know who is putting out the best music ever is a band that's been around for six years that you don't give a shit. You about. You won't give a shit about. But a matter you need of fact, to. You forget about when new music changes. But that happens too, mm-hmm. and for that, I defend that when music takes on a whole different light and what shows become with lighting and 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 that's you know we we think we've seen shows. With, you know, with lighting. That's about to go into another realm. I'm already starting to watch it. Some of the live shows. It's, f- I mean, of course, we've seen pyrotechnics and lighting yeah, for, the, yeah. for the last 50 years. But it's about to go with digital. It's about to even go to another level. Mm-hmm. But forget about even that. Like, wait, what were we just saying? About going to, a, to see a newer band? Like one that's been around for like six years? See how much we can harmonize. Here's without it. 
I got the coronavirus blues, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. I got a show to do. All right, listen. Um, it, whatever we're talking about. Honestly, that's the clip I want to be. To be you going, what are we talking about? And I'm like, t- and then you go, that pause. Then, yeah. No. no. <laughs> that was just <laughs> classic. Because I gave up, so we, I wanted to think of it. No. Well, let's go back and try to think of it, because I think you had a good point to make. What were we talking about? Then I could remember. Going to see a band, pyrotechnics, good lighting. There's good lighting at shows. Oh, you see. forget about new music when you fight for it to go to change, to literally change. But let's say we're not even asking somebody to have an open mind to that. You like what you like. If you weren't, if if you listen to it with the same mindset, even if I put music in front of you, like I remember the first time I heard a song. Look, I I don't know what they do. I don't know their whole body of work. I don't want to lose people because maybe I'm I saw one song that I loved and you know ah they're not. But the first time I saw they're from Iceland, uh, Kaleo, and what was the song? Do you remember that song by any chance that we saw? It was just like a Chuck Berry rock and roll, just gritty on the guitar, and I thought so if you're if you go, I miss Chuck Berry, if you weren't mad at him for being young and good-looking and it looks different, you'd like him. Right, right. It just looks different. A lot of music that you, a lot of people that music don't like, I'm not saying all new music, but there's a lot of music that people, go, I like old music, but they really mean is they miss horn sections. That if they will get yeah, over yeah. what a group looks like, there's groups using 20-piece horn sections that's modern-day music. Yeah. That you might like some of it, even if you like 5% of it, if you loved horns or if you loved, like, so it's just, you know, I, I look, that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be rude in the other direction, but you got to come at that stuff aggressively because whether you realize it or not, when you f- just casually keep mentioning there's no good music like there used to be, it's just, if you know that that's not true, it's, it's it just sounds silly to hear it. Oh, it's, it's It should ridiculous. be embarrassing to you. It's like saying the sun, like it's it's night, and you're like, ah, the sun doesn't come up anymore. No, nah, not like it used to. Yeah, sunrises used to be. It's like, when was the last time you watched the sunrise? Yeah. Ah, when I was 18. It's like when I say nobody plays outside, that bullshit. Right, right. Nobody, nobody plays, plays outside. Nobody plays no. outside. Shut up. <laughs> People say that. I, I drive by houses where I notice kids, and I don't see them. I don't see them. And I wait. I, I have go- a joke in my act. Several times a week, I'm out in the yard. I look through little binoculars. I see the kids inside. I don't see them playing. No. When I used to get my binoculars out, I right. would see all the kids playing. And then in the eighties, I'd watch and those oh, kids. There were no fat people then. <laughs> Everyone ran outside. <laughs> I I don't like that word, but you know what I I just don't want to make Aristotle edit. Well, you're doing it in the person's voice. I was, I yeah. was, but I can. That person could, I could do without too. Yeah. Anyway, you're defending it. I don't. We're moving on. Anyway, it's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. <laughs> Somehow you became the bad guy. Everybody, it's the Todd Glass Show. Aaron here with Caleb Sion, everybody. All through the midnight hour, you're gonna love it. We'll be back with the Todd Glass Show right after this. We're gonna take her call. Go ahead, caller. You haven't, you haven't oh, fun. Let's do it over the music. I know. Let's try it again. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Our guest is Caleb Sign. We'll take her call. Go ahead, caller. Hey, this is uh, Mitchell Weincotton, and I was just going to say there's no good music anymore. I listen to the radio every day, and it's always this piano song. I, I don't Suck know. it, fuck it, and get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, that's, that's what it's right. called. Oh, we'll play it next. <laughs> it's the Todd Glass Show with Caleb Sign. 
We're going to talk about a friend of his that used to wonder why I wrapped Christmas presents. Oh, I'll never get over it. That's a great version. How about a hand doing that in this studio? We said, can you do a version of um, Love Lifting Me Higher, right? Uh, Tim, Tim Lillis. Tim! Oh, man. Tim Lillis. That's really, uh, I mean, not even reading music, just to just know how to do that. Can I tell you, I'm he so does impressed. that with no music. Uh, that's what I, I can't, uh, like, I, I thought you were... I, I, like, I, don't, I don't know how to read music either, but I assume it's easier than just knowing that. Like, how do you just know that? It's weird to, you know, you can get spoiled by being around a really good musician very easily. Even when they're all better than me, mm-hmm. when they can pick things up by ear because it really spoils you. Tim, like, will be in the studio and we'll be like, Tim, like, I, I don't ever bother sending him sheet music because I want it to sound more real anyway for stuff we use live that mm-hmm. John will play along with. Um, so, but I'll be like, you know that song, Your Love is Lifting Me Higher, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he'll go, right first stab, he's got it 50%. <laughs> Yeah, that's and then I'm like, no, da na 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 na, and he's like, da na na na, and I go, but do like a fucking ridiculously fast version. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, he does it, maybe ninety seconds, he's got it. Right, that's that's so amazing to me. I don't know. Yeah. Then I'm on the road. Somebody goes, "Oh, I'd have to hear that once." I go, "Yeah, Tim doesn't have to hear it once." Right. You ain't a fucking musician. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's not true. Yeah, Andy Frasco, we want to give a shout out to, and we're happy to say that he's going to be celebrating his birthday in within the year. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is the he, this out of all songs, he's like, this is the one you play. I'm going to have a little bit. We'll be right back with Caleb Sion. Everything's going to be fine. I know. Not one for doing what I'm told. Smoking dope and rocking. <laughs> I've been walking down a thin line. Yeah, baby. What's a shame and what's a sin? Now I'm finally making up my mind. This ain't no trouble that I'm in. So, baby, take me for who I am. Baby, you don't understand. Smoking dope. That's a great song. And the rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that coke, baby. <laughs> How you doing? You imagine if they had to have like, you know, those old like '80s, '90s commercials for cocaine, no. where it's like. <laughs> Whether they, if they have to advertise it like they did cigarettes and beer. Coke is the drug. It'll make you feel energetic. Was, I'm not a good improver. What are we doing? Yeah. What type of show? Take it for me, Ronald Reagan. We got the new cocaine with no whiskey dick. It works for me.
Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit back. I'm not afraid on this podcast. Yeah. We're going in for the clothes. People hey. know it. But you stop. How's your brother? My brother's doing great. He's about to get out of the Navy. Wow. Is he excited? Yeah, he's really excited. It's going to be great. He's going to be back. It's going to be fun. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really pumped about it. Yeah. Is he? Is he? Uh, it's probably a different person now going through the military, right? Well, he's in good shape, and uh, you know he's got a lot of experience. I'm excited for him to get a good job. You know, he wants to get like a, one of those cool jobs you get after you know all that experience. Yeah, and yeah. He's. I mean, he's incredibly talented, and I'm. I'm so. Hey, is young? How old's your brother? He's two years older than me, so he's thirty now. He's thirty. Yeah. So oh. I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. I, yeah. I hope he moves to California. That'd be the. I'd be so pumped. Yeah. Listen. Eddie Pepitone, you could live with him. <laughs> <laughs> he said his house is a bunker for anybody who needs it. Oh, that's great. But How funny would that be? Everybody's like, you know who lives with Eddie Pepitone? Caleb's brother. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Apparently they're best friends. Yeah. And then my brother comes more famous than me. Yeah. I always knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Shout out to Gabe. 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 Funniest guy in the world. He's the... Funniest guy in the world! <laughs> Gabe Sion! <laughs> hello, 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 hello. When somebody loves you. Hello, 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 hello. When. It's too funny. Hello. It would be funny to, to use that hello. when you call someone this week to be like, hey, I'm in my. I like to call them from. We're calling from our house. You know we didn't do that I wanted to do so bad? I thought we'd do it and we'd be giggling through the whole thing, calling people. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. want to call one person and then we'll go to close? Yeah, who should we call? Let's think of somebody. Good. Where's Is my phone in here? Ah, shit, my phone's not in here. It is? Who do you want to call? All right, I'm trying to think. Of who, everybody's is it going to be too much work? Do we want to call somebody? Because then they might want to chat for a while. Well, we could just let we could chat later, but it's like we just let them know it's on the podcast and it's just a brief. Yeah, who could it be? Well, everyone's available. That's the good part. Everybody is at home. That no is true. No one's got an excuse. Should we call? If they're like, I was in the shower. What for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? What are yeah, you showering? Yeah, you want to look nice? <laughs> I know it's weird. I couldn't go to the never mind. I yeah. couldn't go to the gym today. It really threw me. I go every single day of the week, oh, wow. and I haven't gone in the last week and a half or a week. I wonder if there's any like bitter comedians who are just like, you know what I said last week? I was done touring. (laughs) (laughs) I already said it. What if a comedian hasn't worked in five years? But he goes, what happened? He goes, the the, the thing, coronavirus. I used to tour. I used to tour all the time. I mean, he has using it as an excuse. (laughs) No, the fucking virus really put a kibosh on my kaboosh. (laughs) Who can we call? Who can we call? Um. Who do you, is there anybody you want to call? No, you don't want to put the pressure th- on anybody. I'm trying to think of who's... Uh, Blake Wexler. Blake Wexler. Uh, th- let's bet. Do you think he'll answer? Tom Takar. That's a funny guy. Oh, Tom Takar. Yeah. He could be fun. I like Tom. We could Tom. call Barbara Gray, see if she's uh, in her bunker. <laughs> I don't want, also, I don't want to make people have to work, so I like to right, call right. someone I know, because that way I don't feel bad. Let's call Blake. Let's do it. Oh, that's mean, the way I say it. Uh, no, it let's just means I know Blake. Blake. <laughs> well, what I mean is I know he'll deliver. Right. What is he doing? What do you think he's doing? Um, what time is it? Uh, I bet he's sitting watching uh, your stand-up on YouTube <laughs> right Shut now. up. That's what I'm doing. That's what I do. 
<laughs> watching my stand-up. That's yeah. what you predict, isn't it? Okay, let's call up and find out if you That's If you had called me and I was at home, if you had answered, I'd be like, I was watching your Kimmel. Right. Uh, pretty good. Do we have a buzzer and a, and a I think in one of the bottom screens there's a bell and a thing. Like, all the way over to the left, all the way over to the right. You know, the one, two, three, four, all the way over to the right, and there's the eh, and the ding, 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 ding. Am I right? Do I know that board better than I think? You know at the bottom? No, isn't there like a ding, 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 ding? All the way over, like the four, all the way over to the right. Is it all the way over to the right? Okay, do three over. Three over. And then do you see one? You. No, that's not a buzzer. <laughs> Why do I remember seeing it? Just find it, it's worth it. It's not worth it. That's what's worth it. <laughs> you get it? It's like that I'm taking it. No, no, it'll say ding, 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 or buzzer. Okay, four over. Should I try to find it? No, it doesn't matter. No, okay, hold on. This is fun. Oh, I, and keep in mind, I haven't touched this the whole show. Good. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and then this. Caleb Sign, everybody. Hey, hey uh, did you hear? Uh, everyone's talking about your all your appearances on Kimmel. You hear them what? talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I heard it's great. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's yeah. great. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that was interesting because oh, yeah. oh, I remember. Oh, great. Now everyone the, loves them. The they're funny. They like, they're funny. They're very funny. All his appearances. You got to see Caleb Sign on YouTube. Oh yeah, you got to go watch. about having somebody on who's not that good. I had to get mumbling for the road to help the bands that have trouble doing it. Seriously. Some of them have trouble on the road, so I go. <laughs> but you now mix that in with the three of us saying that the audience, you know, it's it, oh, it fills great. it in. Watch this. Everybody will yeah. go in. Like sometimes I'll do a joke and it's not funny. I'll go, oh, so what? It's interesting. And the whole band, everybody do it. Ready? Oh, oh it's mean, interesting. It like oh, a, uh, yeah. Interesting. Not everything's yeah. got to be like oh, yeah. slapper all the time. But, but without them. Yeah, then it's just like, hey, yeah, you know. Oh, I mean, as long as you have something that's like a provocative oh, yeah. way of looking oh, at it. Oh, it doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be funny. Oh, it's interesting. There's a lot of like more not. philosophical stuff. Oh. I remember my ex-girlfriend, whenever she came into town, that's what everybody heard. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> No, I made that up. No, I was sad and lonely and didn't have any girlfriend. <laughs> what is that there? This? What kind of bell is that? That's is that a, a restaurant? Norwegian uh, fucky stick. <laughs> <laughs> I got you good, you fuck. Right. What? I will say, that's not what I thought you'd say. <laughs> that was definitely Thank it. You. <laughs> I hope you're all. Do you feel heard today? Is there anything you wanted to talk about? A lot of times you come on these podcasts, you, it's over, and you go, you know what? He didn't really service me well. Like, I did. You you get to feel like I made you, you know, be your best. I, don't mean, I think I not did. Really? I mean, there, I did. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. There's nothing. I'm like, oh, I couldn't wait to say, uh, you know. Okay. I was if, gonna say to take this time this week. If you really, if you can, like, seriously think about it and the effects of it mm -hmm. to like uh to not support any local businesses <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and if you know any friends in the service industry, throw things at them. Oh, God. <laughs> some, some guys got no good advice. Can I tell you, I've been stealing already. Yeah. You walk around the supermarket, you eat a candy bar, you got to the lines are too long, I ain't paying for this. Yeah. There's tricks. Well, you know, it's it's there's never been a better time to walk out of a store and steal. Because... <laughs> No, no, not because of this, because of the paper bag, because people don't want to spend the money on the bag. So you can right, walk out right. of the store with 10 items in your hands go, I know I'm a cheapskate. I won't pay for a bag. <laughs> and the security guard's like, I got you. I hear you. Yeah, I, hear I know you. a bag. Yeah. I, you know. not, by the way, th- that had nothing. When I said it connected to the what's going on right now with the virus, it made it look like never been a better time to steal that. I don't want right. to. But overall stealing for the right reason would yeah. not be that. It would be. Um, the one I just talked about. Right. What was that? Well, it was that you don't want to steal because of the, the bag. The shopping bag. Yeah. That gives, that's funny. That is and, funny. But everything's funny. Everything's everything. I never ev- heard something that ain't funny. I never heard anything that ain't funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Joker. I'm like the, hey? Yeah, it's all funny. It's time to go. Yeah. Hey, le- want to play a game? Yeah. Play that. Play something. Is that a whistle? Is that a whistle or a bell? I'm going to say it's a horn. It's a horn? Mm. Pretty good. <laughs> nope. That's is this a horn or yeah. is this a horn or a whistle? Right there. Play that. Play that. Is that a horn or is it a whistle? Right or wrong? Horn? Is a horn or whistle? Horn? Oh, maybe it's a whistle. Is it a whistle? That's Play a horn. It. Is it right or wrong? Isn't there a, a right and wrong buzzer? Bing, bing, bing. Right? Isn't a whistle just a... Nah. Isn't a whistle okay, here's just a go. little horn? Play something. Play something. This is fun. This is fun. Play anything. Play anything. On that on that bing, bing, bing. Even on the whistle. On the right and the wrong. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Is that a bell or a whistle? Bell. Okay. Play the same... Right. <laughs> okay, now let's try it again. Play anything out of those two. Go. Okay, is that a buzzer or a whistle? B- b- a b- buzzer. It's a buzzer. Yep. <laughs> no. So yes, a surprise. No, and we had a twister. Yes. Okay, play it again. Same thing. Play it again. Same two. Same two. Okay, is that a buzzer signifies the wrong answer or the right answer? Wrong. Wrong answer. And the answer is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Thank you! Uh, <laughs> oh, baby! Now we're cooking! That's a good game. Right? Okay, try it one more time. All right. Okay, this is... Play the sound effect for the, for the Caleb. For Caleb. Play one of the two. Okay, that is a buzzer that signifies the right answer, or it signifies the wrong answer. Wrong. It's wrong answer. And that would be... <laughs> right! <laughs> Thank you. All right, we have to say goodbye. Believe me, we could do this for another hour, yeah. and I'm tempted. Hey, this is the best night of my life. Um, we'll close with a song. All right. Well, 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 do you have anything want to listen to? Want to? I don't know how to close. I'm always stressed out. Of my oh, mind. I gotta tell. I should tell people your phone number. My f- my Twitter got shut down. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Why? I did Joe Biden jokes, and they canceled my account. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I would do those, like, I would do the predictive text thing where I'd be like, you know how sometimes he'll say a thing and it doesn't make any sense at all? And I'd go like, uh, hey, I love you guys. I got my car to do, but then I went and got my truck because I thought it'd work better. Then I'll see you tomorrow and it's going to be good. (laughs) And, like, I would just tweet shit like that. (laughs) And I would make his picture, my, my picture, his face. 
And uh, and then they said that it violated the rules, and they shut down my account. And so when will it come back up? They said it won't. I I messaged them, and they were like, "No, that's against the rules, and we're never gonna." Can we tweet at them and help you? Um, I mean, I guess I only had like seven thousand followers, so it's not that big. So what are you gonna do? Don't you want to be? So I just started over, and now my handle is dumb Caleb, and so I. No, I know the rules. You can't make. You can't do well, that. You follow the rules. That's. I think but they yeah, could have so given. I think they could have been a little more lenient. Um, but, I uh, do too, because I asked them. I was like, I didn't know that was against the rules. I thought it was just a joke. Like I was. I'm a comedian. I'm doing jokes, and it's. I, I've seen lots of people do that. I yeah. thought it was okay, but they're like, no, it's against the rules, and you can never have that account back. So. You know, I love Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Who? <laughs> but <laughs> not. But uh, there. When 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 there when he's speaking, because I really love him. I sometimes wish I could give him some answers like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and i know i'm right i know that sounds cocky but like you know the other day they started talking about uh health uh the health care and then joe biden started going off and it works you know i'm sitting there thinking uh, not what i'm thinking isn't what everybody's thinking what i'm thinking is no you don't have to say i met a family in Toulouse and my daughter and i know what it's like because they wake up every morning and i think that's the fear and your passion's there and it's a great read but if i was the other person i go listen we might have a lot of disagreements, but we go into it knowing that we both care. Right. We don't have to tell the story that we care. I'm giving you that. We have different solutions, but we care. So when you spend with a solo- soliloquy or whatever that word is, and the thing, it doesn't answer the problem. Right. So let's stop doing that. Let's stop doing that well, with other issues, too. you never accept that from one of your friends. You'd be like, what do you think about health care? And they go, yeah, I met a man in Idaho. Yeah, what, what's the answer? The pro- you'd be like, what the fuck are you right. talking about? But I feel like... <laughs> I feel like uh, 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 Bernie does give the answers, mm-hmm. but he needs to point out the hypocrisy because they buy into that. He goes off on like a, like a like a forty second, and I'm not exaggerating. Before he'll, there's no how you're going to end it. It's just that you want to let people know. You know what you're giving an answer to? If there's anyone sitting at home going, wait a second, does he even fucking relate? Let alone yeah. have an answer for it. <laughs> I I don't want to know how he solves it. Yeah. He better say something that proves he cares, even. <laughs> and then he goes, I met a... F- oh, he does! Right. That's why the other candidate can give a little slap in the face by going, you're telling that. it's. I'm going into this knowing you care. Let's spend the energy on how we fix it. Instead of making himself look good and then the, mu- the, the, the supposed music comes in behind him. And I'm nervous, yeah. to be honest. But looking forward to the debate between yeah. anybody. Yeah, I think Tulsi Gabbard's got it. That's my I think so she's too. Got it, if man. she'd shut up. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't it be funny if they thought no one else wanted to? <laughs> like, no one else. Yeah, wanted. no one's showing up except Bernie Biden. Now. <laughs> I mean, they got tired of it. Mayor Pete was like, ah, I don't know. Is there anything you want to say last? If this was the last time we ever got to speak to the American public. Uh, you know, uh, wa- uh watch buy, Todd's buy, Netflix. <laughs> no, buy your, buy your, buy my album. Are you oh, hungry? I, I mean, I can always eat. I know. Food. I'm hungry yeah. too. All right, listen. Thank you, everybody. I'm telling you the truth. I don't normally. I love this every single week. I do it. I yeah. really, 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 really do. But sometimes I'll say I needed it. Yeah. And I'm not even in the house that long. But I'm. Doesn't take a long time to miss the things you like to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like, this is great. Yeah. I haven't done like a, a thing like this in a while. And you so know what? If we both great. get it, it's worth it. Yeah, I think this is great. I got it. I'm, I'm taking vitamins. I got neosporin up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Dude. That's all yeah. you have to do. All right, everybody. Uh, why don't we ride out on an Andy Fresco song? Do you have anything yeah. that you could? I mean, we can talk. We're professionals. We'll talk till you find some. We ain't gonna throw you under the bus. 
Oh wait, no. yeah, I should say one more thing. Sure. Um, I I I don't I don't have an album or a special. Yeah. Um, but I have a full video of my whole act. Uh huh. So if you want online, if you want to Venmo me whatever you want, I'll send you a video of my whole act and you can watch it. You can you send know me what? any amount of money. Now send it home. That's yeah. a good time. And then you you just what you just say send you any amount of money. Any amount of money. You know some what? people I do love a dollar, a some people do five fifty. Like it gets crazy. like who knows? But it's just like I'll send it to you just at Caleb Sign and is my Venmo and you can uh I'll send it to you and if you like it or hate it, whatever. Can you hold can you close your ears for one second? Listen, folks, it's a little embarrassing when somebody comes on my show. I'm just saying go. Like if you're bored and you're like, Well, I have nothing to do and it's a great time to really enjoy a special. Go and you support these guys. Otherwise I look like my show's irrelevant. Don't you think they know when you when I go on like for instance the Jimmy Pardo show People listen. It makes a difference at numbers at the clubs. It really does. Jimmy gives me a plug. Doug Benson gives me a plug. I see it. Don't you think it's embarrassing if I say, hey, go listen to this, but I don't have enough listeners to actually go and make a difference? Please don't embarrass me. Please. Hey, Barry, I'm going to embarrass you, Barry. I always give a shout out to I think you should leave in the middle of my promo for Caleb's sign. Caleb Sines has been our guest. Thank you for coming to the Todd Glass Show. And we'll ride out with a little... Bring Andy Fresco in. Let's see how gentle we can do this, okay? Ooh. And uh, thank you. And uh, God... Don't uh, forget to drink a lot. Drink a lot! Alcohol will get in it there. It gets rid of the problems. It yeah. gargles your throat, clears out all your <laughs> all the bugs and diseases. And not just in your mouth. Andy Fresco, last rumor is he has to crowd surf in a plastic... Uh, hermetically sealed bag. Your Saturday cartoon. I want to be the jam. Your peanut butter too.
But some days you'll feel so low Don't let your sorrows drown into tomorrow Take it as it goes Someday I'm gonna love you Tomorrow's take it as it goes. 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 And we stuck around. Andy Frasco. Andy Frasco. We stuck around. We we couldn't stop this. You know what? What a, a great song. Great time to hear it. Andy Frasco, everybody. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys. They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you it's you, it's you, I like. Network.